something of a riddle here to start this edition of Overdrive Radio. So, what do a cargo van expediting owner-operator with just a few years experience and Overdrive's 2021 small fleet champ, near 30 truck Silver Creek transportation owner and president Jason Callen have in common, outside the simple fact that both are transportation business owners? We heard from the former cargo van owner Breon Thomas last week, and the answer to the question is so fundamental to business ownership it might seem overly simplistic. Yet both Thomas and Silver Creek's Jason Cowan recognized this fact about business ownership, best voiced by Thomas in last week's podcast. If you weren't born like in a tr- like an entrepreneurial situation, you don't know any entrepreneurs, you're going to approach this like you have done everything else in the past, which is hustle, 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 hustle. You, brick, you, you, you hit a brick wall when you hustle because entrepreneurship is about systems. Systems, indeed, of support to ensure you negotiate the next load at a level of profit commensurate to keep the business afloat, feed and clothe and shelter the family back home and leave you plenty to invest in the future of the business. If it's growth that you're after, beyond a single truck or cargo van as the case may be, you can't get a much better example of systems-focused pursuit of success than the 2021 small fleet champ, Jason Cowan. I'm Todd Dills, your host for today's edition of Overdrive Radio for June 1st, 2022, and we'll hear much more from Cowan about systems put in place to underpin a company culture It's about well more than operating at a profit. Like I said, his example speaks to the value of the right team and a clear vision. As recently as 2019, as regular readers and listeners will know, the business sat at just nine trucks after a couple decades and more in existence. Cowan assembled a brain trust made up of sons Zane and Zeb Cowan, already involved in the family business, and many others, with the goal of figuring out how to reach a growth goal of 30 trucks. COVID set them back a bit, particularly when it comes to new equipment purchases, but by this spring, the company was just about there. Maintaining a culture that emphasizes personal growth for all involved to the ultimate benefit of the entire company is a challenge that's always top of mind and that has helped drive growth too. And one of the things that we want to avoid is we want folks to grow. We want to be able, we want them to be better drivers and we want them to have better lives. And we don't want to, you know, I had a friend tell me one time, he said, you know, we, we don't have 20 years of experience. We have one year experience 19 times over. And that's what we want to avoid, you know, because uh, we all need to be learning something every day and learning. And I think back in, in my life, when we look back, even on the journey we've had the last two or three years with our, uh, with our growth plan that, wow, I wish, you know, I'd known then what we know now. And that's just been, you know, because we're always trying to learn, trying to do things better, trying to, to be better. Be better. Not easy to do when fuel is five or six dollars a gallon and demand is sliding, but Silver Creek's well poised to ride the waves with a diversified mix of freight running on dry bulk and liquid tankers, flatbeds, dry vans, and more. So let's dive into a brief tour through Cowan's systems-focused approach to safety, compliance, maintenance, and the rest of what is for sure an example of trucking excellence. Before we do though, quick note to those among you who may be running small fleets today and sharing that drive for ongoing excellence. If you ended 2021 operating at least three power units with motor carrier authority, I'd like to personally encourage you to enter Overdrive Small Fleet Champ competition for this year. Get your entries in by the end of June to put your fleet in the running at overdriveonline.com slash 2022 SFC. Sam Frank Charlie. 
Finalists in two categories will be honored at the National Association of Small Trucking Companies annual conference in October in Nashville, where winners will be announced. Again, enter, enter at this website address, overdriveonline.com slash 2022SFC. Sam Frank Charlie. bring a driver in typically that's the first place they start so we want to tell them our story because you know you know how it is when a driver comes in hey what what do you pay you know and that's not what we're looking for we've talked about that all that a million times so we just begin so okay here's our culture where we started you know we kind of had this ball i guess it kind of makes a it's what i call a storyboard where we started you know and what we're doing and you know how we how we're making it happen and uh, some of the things that that we do so what we do is we walk through the building, then you know we tell the the story of you know where we came from and what we did and you know how we get back to the community. That's one of the things we talk about. You know the FFA is one of the groups that we spoke with at Zeb when he was high school. So uh, the local the local uh, magazine did a story on us back in October about our trailers. The you know the trailers that we do for the different nonprofits and. So, you know, we kind of build that in as to, hey, this is what our culture cool. is. Because then we have Amber. I mean, you remember Amber? Yeah. Hey, Amber. Hi. Good to see you. And so Amber's the one that keeps us all, you know, one of the cool things that I learned years ago was that, you know, I'm not good at everything. You yeah. know, I think I am. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, it's good to have people that are good at what they do. and Because it's hard, you know, I... She's better at telling the driver you have to do this than I am. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. You know, she's like, he likes to be likable. Sure. <laughs> not, not so you. Huh? <laughs> and it's well, you know, it's it, it's funny. We everything we just keep talking about it. culture. You know, I just want to, and it's not perfect a lot of times, but I wish it was. But you know, it's create a culture of that you. I think one of the hardest things with these drivers is to get them to buy into the vision that you have that they're not just here not just to, you know they they where it's more than words right like it's uh, they let's say you have one instead of them coming in and saying something to you know they'll quit and then you talk to them six months later and like oh well you know i backed that trailer over a pole and i thought y'all would be mad at me so I, I got me another job before you fired me but you know right yeah you know we weren't going we, you know we we talked about that yesterday. We had a trailer damaged, and it was damaged bad, and nobody said anything. And so I told her. So in part of her safety video this week is to say, "Hey, look, yeah, <laughs> you know." And she actually put it. We don't fire people for for tearing up equipment, but we got to know. The problem. It could have been a safety yeah. issue. It yeah. could have been a lot of things. Yeah. And so, you know, we we want you to tell us that. And then I think I, I, she didn't put on her, but I put on. It's better to have. Amber fuss at you for a minute and watch a video than to hurt somebody, you know. All right. Did anybody uh, come forward? No. <laughs> well, no, she no. just now sent it out. Nobody's come oh, forward okay. to tear the trailer up. No. Well, and it was really kind of a shock because one of the drivers said, hey, this trailer is kicked to the right. You oh, know, okay. it's pulling down the road, you know, crooked. And we're like, okay, we'll send over for alignment. We sent it over to the alignment shop and the guy called. He's like, 
you know, axles knocked back four inches and wow. a brand new trailer too. Wow, you know? wow. And he's like, we're going to have to replace the whole subframe axles and the whole show, you know, which I can understand why somebody wouldn't want to tell you that. But, yeah. And that's what I think. I think when they've been in other places, you know, maybe, okay, you're fired. Boom, yeah. You might call it a culture of something of a team effort that Callan is trying to foster. A sense that communication is necessary to maintain that culture with an acknowledgement that mistakes happen and can be corrected if every team member holds themselves accountable for communicating those mistakes to glean support and making the correction before issues compound. Standing in front of a wall of images from Silver Creek Transportation's past, Callan outlined his father's history with a John Deere equipment dealership and the broader agricultural heritage of the business, headquartered in Henderson, Kentucky. Agriculture has been kind of part of our heritage. And so like the tractor on the top left, we still, you'll see some of them that we still do out there. That that was Seb's um, state fair one year when he was right in high there, school. Yeah. yeah. And of course, he only went to prom there and had the... You know, we support the band and pull. We actually built the band, you know, that trailer so they can. That's it's cool. lit up inside and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah. then, you know, just different things through the years of what we've done, mm-hmm. and where we came from, you know, and one of our drivers that's been with us the longest, he and his wife. So, you know, because yeah. we try to pay longevity. His name is Richard Riddle. My oldest son works for a little bit, but he's not, he wasn't really into the trucks. He wanted eight hours yeah, in the shower. He works for Rural King. He's up, uh, he's a department manager for the Rural King. And they're like a tractor supply. Cowan's next two sons, Zane and Zeb, as noted, do participate in the family business. Zane overseeing the shop. On the way to that shop, Cowan walked me down a hallway he called the quote-unquote safety lane. Well, no, this is where, this is one of our little, little ideas that we do. She will put a sticker on the truck somewhere that they're supposed to pre-trip. If they pull the number off that sticker, she gives them $50. Okay. If they don't, at the end of the week, she posts everywhere there was a sticker and tells them how much money they left on the table. And she doesn't put them where they would have to. I mean, you know, right here under the hood latch, I'm going to check the oil. And she yeah, knows. I'm not getting underneath everything <laughs> to put it on there, so I'm going to just put it in there. <laughs> and you believe, you know, so just try There again, just something to say. Clean inspection gets them a hundred bucks. If they find a sticker, that's fifty bucks. You know, there's just yeah. you know easy ways to do what you're supposed to be doing. In the safety lane hallway, too, safety director Amber Jenkins posts Silver Creek's CSA SMS scores and violation performance for all to see, with detail on areas where there's room for improvement. It's just kind of broadcasting, like okay, like this is where we're at. Yeah. This is when this one's gonna fall off. You know, this, this, all, all that's like 30 points right there. Yeah. You know, it's what, what frustrates us is she'll have it down to nothing. And then like, we'll get two inspections in a week. Bang, yeah. Bang, and then bang, you're bang. like, ah, oh, you know. and you know, they <laughs> hit us right when, you know, we were transitioning over from Omnitrax to Samsara and the remarking is where it got us. Yeah. And then they're like, bam. And you're like, yeah, what was the what was the issue? I mean, guys were just kind of unfamiliar with the device, and so they weren't some using it quite were, right. Yeah. yeah, and then actually, some of the hours of service ones was trying to then learn um, how to use the exemptions on there is quite different than how Omnitrax had it, like the average oh, okay. driving and stuff. The culture, the training, the educate—you know—it's it's it's an ongoing battle, and you know to to get folks to buy into that that's that's the big part of it you know when they see that you know by doing this we're on the road more we're down less you know we can do more for them because 
you know, insurance rates are lower and customers are happier and, you know, it's um, one thing that we have learned is, and you, I know you know this too, and that, the, the, the conference I got to go to in Arizona was really interesting for us because we got to talk about small carriers, but we were there with all the large carriers. Common makes reference there to Overdrive Sister Fleet Magazine, CCJ's Solution Summit, held this past December. He spoke there on a panel around employee retention after being named Small Fleet Champ in early November. About those large carriers, Callan was impressed with how data-driven they are. And one of the things that we've noticed, whether it's your, um, you know, whether it's your financials, whether it's your safety, no matter what it is, the more data you have, the better you can make decisions. And so many times we think things that aren't true, maybe not in a way that we're trying to be deceitful, but we think, okay. You know, uh, if I'm a driver, maybe I'm driving more than, you know, or driving less than I think I am, you know, and, or maybe I'm doing things that I didn't know. And so she's able to, to, to pull this data up and say, you know, here we are. And if we just do this, you know, if we just make sure, if we just take an extra five minutes, 10 minutes, check our equipment a little more, you know, if something we can tell the shop sooner, you know, any way to save, you know, we can, we can do better because it's, you know. And I mean, this is a good way of, 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 of kind of giving folks a, a way to interact with the data, right? Because, mm -hmm. because if you if you don't sort of provide that um, a, a direct way to interact with it, like you know, it's never going to make any difference right. at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah, like, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. You know, this, so this is like just full transparency. You know, like, <laughs> here's what here's what it is. Here's, here, here, you know how one guy can, you know, one driver can really mess up the whole show. And one of the things that we want to avoid is we want folks to grow. We want to be able, we want them to be better drivers, and we want them to have better lives. And we don't want to, you know. I had a friend tell me one time. He said. You know, we we don't have 20 years of experience. We have one year experience 19 times over, and that's what we want to avoid. You know, because uh, we all need to be learning something every day and learning. And I think back in in my life when we look back even on the journey we've had the last two or three years with our uh, with our growth plan. That wow, I wish you know I'd known then what we know now. That's just been you know because we're always trying to learn, trying to do things better, trying to to be better. We always try to be ahead of where we need to be. Right. And when we had nine trucks at the start of 19, you know, we knew we wanted to get to 30 trucks in three years. And with COVID, you know, we were unable to get some equipment. We're really close. But, yeah. uh, so with nine trucks, we brought Amber on full time in safety. And all my friends were like, man, that's nuts. Nobody brings full time safety director on nine trucks. And I said, well, I'm not bringing her on for nine trucks. We're bringing her on for 30 trucks. Yeah. I want her when we get where we are now to be up to speed. And so that investment in her turned out to be good for us because for one, she knows we're, you know, she knows now she's, she's in the groove. Yep. So if we add trucks, there's no, you know, she's just got it down. We don't have to go. And then the second thing was whether you have nine or whether you have 30, you need to be safe. She began to put things in to help keep those numbers down because it was kind of funny. We talked about bringing her on and the week that we hired her, we got audited. Wow. <laughs> or like the week before. Wasn't it was it? like right before. Yeah, I mean, right at the time we were interviewing her, you know, they sent me an email that said, hey, your number's up for a, 
on it, you know. And, and then you, during COVID, have it was you done, like, have you done that before? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, well, I went through right it because she wasn't on board. Yeah. And so, you know, that was one of those things, too, that you always dread. Yeah. But it was a really painless process. And I mean, it was, it, it turned out really good for yeah. us. It's off site on it or was that? It was, it was yeah. during COVID. Yeah. During COVID. So so they nobody came out here. She didn't come. And so, actually, what she said was if you'll sit at your computer and when I ask you for something, send it to me, she said, we'll be done in a day or so. And yeah. it was, you know, it was pretty painful. You guys have saturating already? Uh, no. No, we had done our new entrant audit, you know, in yeah. uh, 2008, I guess, when we did, went to Silver, when we moved to the Silver yeah. Creek. But no, you still, did you get a saturating after this audit? Or no, they, then they weren't. It was not rateable. And here's what they did with us. They only picked drivers that had been inspected and maybe a driver that was in an accident. So they didn't even, mm -hmm. she didn't look at anybody that was random, so to speak. It was if they had an Targeted, issue. Yeah. You know, yeah. if we had, you know, somebody who had been. Uh, you Which know, helped maybe, bring the clinic that you used to like yeah to yeah and that, that was one of the things we had had a uh, um, uh, our drug testing clinic and we'd used them forever mm -hmm. well they lost their certification with the DOT and didn't tell us Wow. and so as she's checking our um, files she called me and she said why are we why are you getting 10 panel drug screens when the DOT only requires five Mm -hmm. And we were like, ah, we just send them up there, you know. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, something's, I don't know, I'm going to check into this. And so she called them, and the lady that ran the that ran the, the medical center uptown said, uh, well, the DOT came in and wanted us to change our bathroom and sink, and we didn't want to do all that, so we just let that go. And she said, well, did you tell your carriers? And she's like, no. And when you look on our all of our, it, they all said ten panel. They all said ten panel, but they all said DOT drug screen on them. Yeah. And so they actually didn't give us any trouble. And we turned around and sent every driver that afternoon to you know and did a, a new pre-employment. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But you know, and she was really upset with them. And so then, you know, of course, then that lady in turn calls me and is like, "Hey, Jason, you know, you know, we didn't know. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that could have been a big deal. You know, yeah, something right. like that yeah. could. But she knew that we had done our due diligence, mm -hmm. and I think because the paperwork still said DOT, they didn't yeah. really hammer us on that. And and she didn't tell us to get new drug screens on because you know some of these guys have been here you know yeah. 12, 15 years. Yeah. But we decided as a company we'd do that in that way. <laughs> yeah. Now Amber does that. We sent her yeah. to training, and she does all that. So we're part of the Nastic group, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and so cool. Uh, that's cool. All right, let's see where you use their. Yeah, you use their drug. Programming. Yeah, Amber's been trained through that, yeah. and she they they. A lot of the guys prefer that a lot better too than you know sitting and waiting. Yeah, having to go up to and go get seen. You know, I just like hey, give me fifteen <laughs> minutes to get the bathroom set up and ready. And you're in and out. <laughs> So you're, you're the test administrator. Yes. Yep, she does that, right? Investment in people, in this case, leads to those systems coming in-house, with Silver Creek Transportation now administering its own drug testing program for randoms. Still standing in the safety lane hallway, Cowan pointed to an outline of speed-related metrics from the company's NCAB Samsara devices, which offer individual operators a score on their performance relative to speed limits, and in the hallway here, a window on other drivers' own performance, with names removed, 
Yet another way though for operators to interact with company-wide data. Callan got a look at his own performance on that then recent behind the wheel trip he referenced earlier. Well, when I, when I drove the thing, it's kind of neat because the Samsara, I don't know how familiar you are with that, but it, uh, it grades you every day. There again, that's handy information to have because it helps you be aware. You know, those, a lot of those things I think that we, you know, because I've been on both sides. I've been the driver and now we're in mm -hmm. the new company. Is the, you know, you're, I think y'all, there again, part of our culture, we don't want people to be afraid or say, oh man, that's just one more thing for them to fuss at me about. Right. We try not to do any of that, but what can we do to be coachable? You know, what can we do to, to be better on the road? And, you know, I think we look at it from that aspect seems to help us you know, more than, hey, you know, you're riding down the road too fast. All our trucks are set at 70 mile an hour. Right. So if we have a driver running out west, he's going to be yeah, yeah. up here. If we've got a guy running, yeah. you know, they're going to be more running through Well, town I mean, they're not going to, it'll, the Samsara has a speed limit oh, it knows on the speed there. Limit. Yeah. yeah, it knows the speed limit. And then if, well, it yeah, if they're running out west and they've got a high <laughs> speed limit, they're never going to go over. They're never going to yeah. be on that cheap. Never going to be on it. So you look there, yeah. The, the, but I was funny when I the first time I used it and when I signed out, it said, you know, your score is, you know, a, you know, eighty five or, yeah. or something. I, I took a load of plastic to Georgia, and and uh, you know, it's it, it is kind of neat to, you know, we don't have driver facing cameras. We just yeah. have the forward facing cameras, yeah. and, and that's you know things that just try to do so we can do better. I mean, those those cameras have been. You know, saving grace for us when you got the people out there brake checking and all. Oh, yeah. You know, then, yeah, you'll then see they that. can't be like, oh, your driver hit me. I'm like, well, you just came. <laughs> I had one video pop up where my driver is driving, getting off an exit, and here comes a car on the shoulder. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me in New Orleans the other day. You know, just take off a light. They're just trying to yeah. crowd you in, you know, and that's yep. like safety is something that we really, you know, it's. It's something that everybody says, and honestly, you know, it is a, a, a mixture of, you know, getting the loads hauled, how can we yeah. be safe, not browbeating, you know, how can we be, and you know, one of the things, I know I'm not the only one that's told you this, but you know, when we had the ELD mandate come in, and everybody's, oh, I'm, I'm going to retire, I'm going to quit, I'm not going to do that, I don't like that, and now if something happens to their device and they have to run paper, they're like, when am I going to get another tablet? When, you know, I got, <laughs> I don't want to run paper. Because, you know, we all love things that are easy. Yeah. And now, you know, actually even the the ELD provider that we have now, is just, it's just getting easier. I mean, you know, it's, it does yeah. so much of it for you. And, you know, you can run. And there again, that's one of those things where, you know, here's the deal. I don't want to, why would you want to work more than 14 hours a day anyway? You know, I mean, I understand there's times you want to get home and get, you know, things like that. But. Amber Jenkins' role isn't limited to safety and compliance systems. Her role extends into PM scheduling with Zane Callen in the Silver Creek Show. She's organized. So she works with Zane to keep on track of what PMs need to be done. Yeah. And, you know, um, works through our PMS system. So Zane, get what you've done. Just wisdom. Well, the brake chamber back on a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, a few words, fine. <laughs> it broke. <laughs> Finally, if 
you've learned anything from hearing Jason Cowan talk about his systems-focused approach to, to the Silver Creek team, I'm sure you'd at least take away this. There's no shortage of good humor in him, key element, no doubt, of his success in leading the fleet. He enjoys a good laugh. But his son Zane, over maintenance at the company, may indeed be... Man, a few words. He's clearly got plenty of good humor himself, which he's integrated into his own little system in the shop. Zane kind of came up with the, the wall of shame there. If you, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's if you tear up something, you get... You get your name written on it, and <laughs> you get you get put on the wall of shame. That's kind of just something fun, you know. Do the drivers uh, enjoy the fact that this? Yeah, well, yeah, they. I think it, you know they they kind of come to learn. It's just good fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, my great nephew works here. He's seventeen, and that they had they were servicing a truck, and they had that's off international. And they had it up. And he was moving things around with a forklift and hit it. So, oh, okay, you know things <laughs> like that. So, yeah, that's funny. But hear more from Jason Cowan about his history learning the trucking business as an owner-operator in his early years and negotiating bulk fuel buying and on-highway fuel discounts as a nearly thirty-truck fleet owner in the Overdrive Radio podcast for May sixth, twenty twenty-two. If you missed it. Find it in all of their episodes via your podcast feed if you're subscribed or via overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the ongoing support of trucker songwriter and Overdrive contributor Paul Marhofer. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive News Editor Matt Cole, Social Media Coordinator Holly Young, and Executive Editor Alex Lockie. Till next time.